Hi, Hi Define, Define Darlings. Darlings. My name is Makisa. And I'm Irene. And, and we're Fem Entity. We're here today with the lovely Tori Yeomans from Pride Beauty Lounge. It's Hi. a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Can you introduce yourself and your business? Sure. So my name is Tori Omens. My pronouns are she, they, and I am the owner of Pride Beauty Lounge, a day spa and salon in Lower Sackville. And we are a queer centric salon, which means that we are inclusive and have gender inclusive services, but we really prioritize trying to do a whole inclusive, um, to disabilities, to race, culture, etc., and gender and sexuality within the whole spectrum and inclusivity at the salon. I wow, love that. That's incredible. Yeah. Probably the only salon I've heard of that mm -hmm. prioritizes that. Mm-hmm. Around here, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So tell, explain for people that might not understand what that would look like as mm -hmm. opposed to going to a regular spa. What does it mean or what can they expect when you go to a gender neutral let's follow like yourselves sure so some salons have gender gendered services so you might book a woman's haircut or a men's haircut mm -hmm. we have short medium long Ooh, or okay. waxing you may have like men's brazilian women's brazilian we just have Brazilian. Okay. Yes. Other things you may have is all of our staff are trained in inclusivity, trauma-informed care, and consent-based care. Amazing. Wow. And um, we take additional training constantly on inclusion in the workplace. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. So our guests may notice things. We have a consultation form that they can write down if they want, like, fidget toys or if they have any triggers. Oh any like body parts that we should not touch because yeah, of okay. course like in the spa it can be very like um intimate so yeah. you know if there's anything that they don't want touched anything they don't want whatever they can let us know and there's space in a consultation form for them to tell us that's amazing so that's you like so kind cool. of check in with people beforehand yeah. instead of learning along the way mm -hmm. That's awesome. That is so smart. So what motivated you to start this business? And what were some of the initial challenges you faced? And I'd love to hear more of like from your perspective of starting this kind of gender neutral business. What mm -hmm. was that challenge and how that and how do you overcome them? That's a big question. <laughs> a lot of these have been big questions. <laughs> I know. So challenges definitely when I first started I think a lot of times people were like this is so radical mm -hmm. like <laughs> why why and then Ooh. even like people would be like you know is this a good idea like you're not gonna get any business that's so weird wow. and then I have even to this day like I have people like well, okay so when are you gonna or like open a normal one <laughs> I'm like ah this so is a negativity. This I, is a normal business. It is. Yeah. This is what it's, it's supposed to be normal. like. It's the future. That's what they don't understand. Yeah, mm. exactly. So um, there's like those type of challenges, like the, um, I guess, negativity, you can mm -hmm. say, but um, different challenges as well. Um, I really like the the thing about like leadership has been a big challenge for me as well, especially being a feminine person mm -hmm. and that whole concept of like feminine leadership has been a struggle since day one of like finding my voice as a, a feminine leader. Oh, wow. Do you feel like there's like perspectives that you feel like you thought you had to conform to? Yeah. Really? Can you Absolutely. talk more on that? Absolutely. I think that when you're learning business and when you're learning leadership, it is always in the scope of masculinity yeah. and it is 
when we're talking about feminine leadership, it is a whole other ball game Absolutely. and being able to still embrace your femininity and having like that softness to you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is important and it's a different section of leadership and just as valid and i feel like in the beginning i had this concept of what a leader is and what a boss is and what is yep. an employer and in my head even until recently and discovering like this whole the difference between masculine and feminine leadership um is I was comparing myself to men yeah. <laughs> constantly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm never going to be that. I am not, not that. Exactly. Yeah, That's not. not how I lead. That's yeah. not how I want to lead whatsoever. And so to the point that I was like, I need to hire a man for this position. And I did. Did you? Wow. And yeah. then how did you feel about that? It wasn't what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't what anybody there wanted either. And then that's when I kind of got the idea like, okay, it has nothing to do. And okay. it was... It wasn't even intentional. Yeah. It was just that I didn't know how to lead. And, you know, I wasn't in myself yet and in mm. my leadership yet that I was just like, you know, this person looks like they are confident and da da da. And what I had in my head of what a leader should be. And it's just, it's, it's different. It was something that I really had to overcome. Wow. So is mm. he still leading the company right now? Oh no, it's me. <laughs> there you go, girl. Yeah. There you go, you girl. Me back to yourself. Exactly. That's yeah. such a, a beautiful growth journey too. Of yeah. like, because we deal so much with like that feminine and masculinity. Yeah. It's so often and easy for us to just be like, well, you're supposed to do that job. I'll do this job. Mm -hmm. But then finding our own ways of doing it, it's a really interesting learning curve i'm finding yeah. with a lot of women entrepreneurs yeah i mean i i guess it goes to show also how like few examples there are of yeah. feminine leadership to the point where you like thought you had to have a man leading that's yeah because yeah. of that so yeah internally like that internal bias that we even have against ourselves even though mm -hmm. like you know i could say like oh yeah there's you know women leaders of course but like that little part in myself that i didn't even know that was there that unintentionally did something that i think that was against my true beliefs and you felt yeah. that too you probably felt like oh this isn't you that wasn't the, right yeah. i thought that was going to be right but it didn't fix the feeling of wrong it was like such an eye-opening experience oh that's so yeah. cool mm -hmm. but i'm glad you find your way back and yeah you're embodying the feminine leadership now yes absolutely yeah Amazing. i'm all about that that's so cool so, I mean, we've kind of been talking about this, but the next question is, can you discuss the role that your identity as a woman plays mm. in shaping your business and the decisions you make? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a big thing um, that I... Hmm, let me think about this question. <laughs> yeah, so I guess, like, up from that journey of, like, realizing yeah. you don't need a man to be a leader, so how did you kind of come into that leadership, and how do you find feminine leadership is different. Mm -hmm. I think I came into it just by really doing like, I listen to podcasts all the time. Yes, girl. So, <laughs> there's a lot of podcasts. There's literally one called, um, I don't know. Is it called. like female CEO? No, it's um. not. I can't even remember the name. <laughs> it's like this older woman and she talks about feminine leadership. And cool. it really was like such an eye-opening podcast for me to be like, oh my God, that's me. Like, I, yeah. you know, like it's okay to be soft and you can still be an effective leader when you're soft. Uh -huh. Yes. So, um, yeah. 
Yes, that's why representation matters so much. I think it is, yeah. Do you think you're in your soft girl leader era? Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) I'm in my soft girl era. Thank God. We need more of that. Soft girl (laughs) leaders, thank you. Thank you for being here and present. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. Wait, so like, because I want to dive in more to like the biases and challenges you face related to gender and femininity in your career. Um, And how have you addressed them? How do you... Because it's so we're we're so customer facing with social media and everything. So how do you essentially deal with it <laughs> while also keeping a balance, while also keeping that soft girl moments? That's hard. Mm. Um, I don't specifically like know the correct answer to that. I think that representation does matter. You know, the podcast that I listen to, and and especially like being a leader now and not having other friends that are entrepreneurs i don't have any friends that are business owners i do now i do now but like it's lonely like i have nobody to like have examples off of except for like online and thankfully like an online and listening to podcasts has given me that representation that i've needed Mm -hmm. um and that's actually been able to like free myself and like learn about leadership in like a soft way in a feminine way that i needed um so that's been like a challenge but yeah so you really had to like actively like seek out that information and like break down those biases yeah yeah. that you had wow how do you handle where emotion or like internally how do you work through that kind of those biases that come forward about your spa and about like the things that you see on the internet about like that doesn't that shouldn't work or you're gonna lose business how do you then turn that in yourself for people that's probably like I hear that all the time. Mm. I hear that all the time. I know. I think it's just, like, self-confidence. Yeah. And, like, knowing what's right and wrong and, like, having those morals and, like, being able to decipher those. I think that a lot of times, too, like, they can really get to me. But I, at the end of the day, like, I have a very strong opinions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm, like, very passionate and I'm very strongly opinionated. Amazing. So when something like a backlash comes about, then like a lot of times I just kind of have a wall up and I'm just like, and I, I did, I disagree. Mm, I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> and I'm right. <laughs> That's that. That's that. Good. That's a good mm-hmm. way to deal with it. I'm just like, no, I don't accept this. Yeah. <laughs> like. That's your opinion. It's a wrong opinion. <laughs> it's a wrong opinion. I have the right one. I'm also here for this new turn of like female leaders just full on saying, no, mm-hmm. just you, t- I heard your opinion and I'm going to say no yes. to More it. More women saying no. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like we're so, oh yeah, we're going to help you and we'll figure out how to collaborate and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to say no as a leader and that in itself is putting up those healthy boundaries of yourself being a leader. And that, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm so happy that you emphasize that because mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, we don't hear no enough or we don't hear a woman saying no enough more. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that to me is so inspiring. Boundaries and saying no is so important in leadership because you're going to hear it against yourself constantly. Mm-hmm. And even to the point, like, I don't know, even in the beginning, I felt like as a woman, I was facing, you know, trying to find my location, Um, like dealing with realtors. Okay. (laughs) And I really felt like people were saying no to me and that I was like 
having bad people and people not take me seriously because I was a woman. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And being asked things like, you know, is it just you? And like not really being taken seriously because I'm like a single woman mm-hmm. just opening a business and trying to oh. find a location. And um, I really, I really think that's a part of it too. So experiencing that like no and experiencing people like constantly question you, like sitting down with like my ex's parents and they were like, are you sure this is a good idea? Like you don't have to do it. And, you know, so I feel like from day one, like people have been pushing my boundaries and me just having like strong, like I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, this is it. Yes. And that's that. And it is what it is. Yeah, I feel like it's so unique because when a man is going to open a business, it's always like, oh, you can do it. Uh, Of course, absolutely. So encouraged. uh, But if a woman's opening a business, it's like, oh, are you sure? uh, Like kind of patronizing. So uh, good for you for kind of like sticking to it and like being strong in who you are and like Mm. what you want. Yeah. I'm lucky both my parents were entrepreneurs. So I grew up in that environment and literally my parents were like you can do this like I'm not questioning you and I feel like that was really healthy too because when I had so many other people like question me it was like my parents aren't questioning me how beautiful is that that that's so so cool that's so healing right that's so wholesome that's very literally when the whole world is telling you no your parents especially like for me I've always been the same it's like your parents yeah what do you mean your biggest cheerleaders 100% go Yeah. And then, so I know we've been really negative, but like fast forwarding to today, what are the successes of Pride Beauty Lounge? Oh my God. So many. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about it. (laughs) Um, We've grown the team so much. So we started off with three of us and now there's, I think, nine. So literally, I've been able to be featured in a lot of different news and magazine articles. Um, Things from like CTV, Global. Uh, I was on Virgin Radio last year for what was that called? I think you guys were on it too, weren't you? Uh, for Virgin yeah. Radio? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they can no, call me anytime. <laughs> they can they can pull anytime. Not yet. <laughs> but I love to see this. Ah, I forget what it's called. That's so embarrassing. I love Is how like, she has so probably many just like business success stories. Yeah, I love how there's so many. You're just like. Yeah, I, I did those. It's all good things. I had a QuickBooks photo shoot, video shoot um, in like February or oh, March, nice. and it started to come out. So it was for their advertisements, their small business big mm. Y campaign. And so that was really cool because like people flowed, flew down from like literally LA to do this shoot. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. We're in the presence of a star right now. I know. <laughs> I was like throwing money out. I was like, you know, like I know you guys are like videographers and you work in like film and stuff. So if you need any models, oh, or, like yeah. casting anyone, like Get it, girl. I love this. <laughs> yeah, in your so. element. I was like in my element. There was like literally lights everywhere. There was like, oh my gosh, so twenty people in the spa, makeup artists, and like, oh my gosh, so many people, like producers. And That's so wild. It was dream. so cool. So that was like the highlight of my year. Yeah. And that was just this year? That was in like February, I think. Oh my gosh. But you'll that still see so the ads cool. everywhere. That They're is still so cool. There. Awesome. From going from people being like, is this going to work? To being like featured on HoneyBooks. <laughs> LA is coming to you. To hear. LA knows Halifax. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? It was wild. And um, what else? The Globe and Mail was oh. like 
Yeah, literally. The Globe and Mail. <laughs> that was a few weeks ago. So there's been a lot of like big things. Wow. That's so awesome. Features, which I think are fun. I love those. Mm -hmm. So we've just talked about all of these successes. I kind of want to back up and talk about the journey. So like what mm -hmm. were you doing before Pride Beauty Lounge and what kind of like inspired you to open up? Mm -hmm. Before Pride Beauty, I worked in mental health. Okay. Yes. Yes. I remember you told me about that. Yeah. So I went to school for addictions counseling okay. and then I worked in two different sectors of mental health. One being supporting youth human trafficking, trafficking survivors. Mm -hmm. And then I worked in disability support. So mm -hmm. um, I went from disability support into beauty school after catching COVID way back. Mm -hmm. And oh, that's the worst. I know. Well, COVID, when it first came out, I was, like, sick for, like, two months. Wow. Whoa. Out of work. Yeah. Wow. So, it gave me... I really liked my job, but it was hard anyways. And I yeah. was like, I think I'm going to go back to school. Oh. To do beauty and nails okay. and lashes and stuff just for funsies. <laughs> and then it turned into, like, more than funsies because yeah. now I'm still doing it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you, like, found a passion there. It wasn't a side hustle When you started too hard and now it's a real relationship. <laughs> Literally, it was just supposed to be a little break. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be serious, but then it got serious. It got serious. Yeah, now it's my whole life. So, <laughs> yeah, I love wow. that. Mm -hmm. So then, throughout your journey, have you felt or experienced a feeling of imposter syndrome during your career? And what did you do to overcome that? Yes, absolutely. Up until mm. recently, I feel like completely undeserving and even to the point that I was like didn't want to put my face to the business at all whatsoever wow. and um I think that that was major imposter because I was like mm. no it's like separate like I don't want to make it all about me like I don't want to put my face out there until like working with business coaches and stuff and they're like no they like boosted my confidence so much they were like no like you are Pride Beauty Lounge. Like, people should know who you are. You are the mm -hmm. brand. And I think that is also really good for business as well. Like, pro tip for anybody. Like, put your face out there because people want to know who you is are. behind yes. the name. Especially if it's not, like, you know, if I did, like, Tori Aesthetics, then, of course, it's, like, Tori Aesthetics. It's Pride Beauty Lounge. Like, mm -hmm. you're not going to sort of see Pride Beauty Lounge with Tori unless you, like, know me. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm trying to do, like, that personalized thing. And I think that's really good for business is, like, mm -hmm. to actually put your face on it. Mm -hmm. And, like, people are like, okay, like, there's a human behind this. It's not yeah. just, you know, whatever. And they see other people like themselves and they see other people and they're like, oh, I want to go somewhere that relates to me that actually can I can I can feel like myself in their space yeah. yeah and you've been doing I see your content and they're so good so cute <laughs> she's a wealth so of fun. knowledge for aesthetics like chef's kiss thank you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but imposter syndrome like really got me for a long time and that was definitely I think just in the beginning because I was so new and I was just like kind of not embarrassed, but I was like, oh, no, I don't want any attention. Like, yeah. Or, like, people would do interviews, and, like, I'd almost, like, turn them down because I was like, I don't want to draw too much attention to myself. Mm -hmm. Like, and then now it's just like, yeah, like, bring it on. Yes. Oh, I'm so yeah. glad. Bring it on. Bring it on. 
I feel like that's really what pulled me towards your business too. It was like seeing your face and like seeing you talking uh-huh. and like putting out all that content. I'm like, oh my gosh, love her, love her business. <laughs> what on the podcast? Let's show her up even more. Yeah, exactly. So we've talked about now the journey um, and all of, all of the things that you've overcome, all these successes. But what are you most proud of yourself for? Uh-huh. <laughs> tough question to throw at you. I know. I think how far I've came, especially as a leader. Um, oh, that's great. And I think that, like, even, well, I know that even my employees notice it because they've literally uh-huh. said it. <laughs> oh, that's the best compliment. I know, especially, like, taking on, because I don't really do services anymore at all. Okay. I've taken on a full leadership management role there. Yes, ma'am. Yes. She is full coach. Full coach. <laughs> so... People just really notice, like, you know, compared to two and a half years ago, like, how my leadership was when I'm like, I don't want to say anything. Like, people can just walk all over me. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm just, like, firm boundaries. Like, this is what we're doing. This is how yeah. I do this. This is how we do this. And it's just um, I'm really proud of myself for, like, that big step, that confidence mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. that I have. Because I definitely didn't have it when I opened Oh, wow. That's so interesting to hear because from me looking at you, even from when I knew you then, because I did like a makeup shoot for you before, you just always seemed confident. Yeah. You just always seemed that way. And you always, I just, I knew that you were going to do something great. And so it's like, it's really (laughs) nice to hear that you're like, no, I'm even more confident now. And it's like, heck yeah, girl. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we got to get the download from the Aesthetics Queen. What is your skincare routine? What are your skincare tips? What would you tell the girlies to maintain this beauty? <laughs> um, well, under this full pound of makeup, I have really bad acne and hyperpigmentation. It's something that I'm still working on. Mm. Um, but in terms of like my skincare, I use a combination of different brands. I really like hydropeptide. It's what we use at the spa. It's what mm. I like. Okay. Um, and I also just use like random little things, but I like the ink key too. The ink key mm. too? The ink key. Ink key. Is that the brand? Yeah, Inky. Oh, I don't know that brand. I don't have them, but I've seen. It's from Sephora. So and I, I know as an esthetician, yeah. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> really? Like, oh, Why? like you should only use professional products. Oh, is that like a thing oh, in the industry? Okay. It is. Like oh. professional grade products like Sephora's bad skincare. Right. Really? That's like an insider thing. Like, oh my so gosh. This could be an expose. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I shouldn't say that, but I do use the ordinary. And I do yes. use... I like the ordinary. I like it. I, like I can't it. help it. Okay. I like it. What's wrong with liking products? Use what makes you feel good. Their oat cleanser, so good for my skin. It's mm-hmm. been so good for my skin. Yeah. I like their niacinamide. Mm. Really helps. Mm-hmm. And I like the Inky. Um, I use their salicylic acid cleanser. But I will say I can't use it every day because it will. It's really harsh on the skin. It oh, is. Okay. And ah. that's probably why because a lot of the products, they're not used correctly. So like the, like some of them, like the retinol or whatever, of course, like or the peels that they have, people put them on their skin like every single day. It will damage your skin. Oh my gosh. So that's why people are like a little more hesitant towards like those kind of brands because people use them incorrectly. However, salicylic acid cleanser, not an everyday use. No. But I do like it for every 
you know? So it's more totally. for like your, your acne girlies, salicylic acid, but not mm-hmm. every day. Not every day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I have really sensitive skin, so I use like really, really light cleansers or like oil-based mm. cleansers. Oil-based cleansers are big yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. And then so from uh, at Pride Beauty, what are some things that you are like, these are staples now here at Pride Beauty? Service-wise? Or yes and products. Oh, okay. Um, Product-wise, let me see. We carry Keysense now. We love Keysense Beauty. Oh, Keysense. nice. They're local. They are local. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. We actually just did a collab with them. We have, uh, I don't know why I say them. It's one girl. Her. <laughs> that was a business. That was a business. Yeah. <laughs> but we're doing cuticle oils. They're like Pride Ooh. Beauty Lounge oh, nice. X Key Sense Beauty, so those are exciting. Oh, yeah. cool. But we've been carrying the whipped body butters for a while too. We just love Key Sense Beauty. The okay. nail techs like personally bought her oils and put it on the client's hands and everything. They were like, I just need all the Key Sense <laughs> stuff. So, you know, so you know Key Sense is, is a staple. Okay. Hydropeptide's always a staple. We use Moroccan oil too. We love Moroccan mm. oil. Yeah. I can like, um, I could have that on my body all day. Thank you. <laughs> I know. And service-wise? Service-wise, our most popular services are our Gel-X nails. Yep. Mm-hmm. And... I see those nails. They are, <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. So good. So and artistically, fun. wow. I'm like, I can never do something. Never. We have really talented artists, for sure. And um, I'm a lash lift girly now, for sure. That's when... Okay, that's when they put the thing on the lid and then they push the eyelash. Because I've been looking into that because my eyelashes grow straight out. Mine do too. And if you're an Asian girly... Wait, explain. My oh. eyelashes go straight out my face. There's not... You know they how you... Like they, there's yeah. no curl. There's, there's just like this. It's just like that. Oh, okay. But I curl them with an eyelash curler. And I remember even when I was like in school, I would warm up my eyelash curler and then do it up to make it Ooh. more permanent. Because they're mm. just... We're just straight out here. <laughs> and so I've been looking at that and I'm like... Does it work Wait, for... so what does the lash lift do? So it takes the lashes and it curls them. And they last like six to eight weeks. Oh! Oh, it curls your lashes. It curls them, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a perm, actually. So they oh perm the lashes into a curl. And then they just stay like that for six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. I might, I might become, I might become into your... You just got a new customer. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I've been looking at that and I'm just like... I like it. I really like it. I know. <laughs> I know. My lashes are like that too. I'm native, so my yes. lashes are straight. My mom's are straight. Yep. And they're like my mom's hair doesn't even take a curl too. Like, <laughs> wow. At all. Like, yes. no. Well, at the end, of, this is me curled like an hour ago. It's gonna straighten again. And yeah. Like, yeah. By the end of the day, it'll be pinned straight. Again. I know. I waved it. <laughs> <laughs> I curled it like right before I got here. So, but by the end of the day, it'll, it'll be, be pinned straight. straight again. So yeah. the lash lifts are nice because um, it takes those straight lashes and gives them a nice lift. So. Oh, that's and you do that service. I don't do them, but we have a lot of very talented estheticians that do them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So we talked skincare. Mm-hmm. What about in terms of like holistic self-care? What is your self-care routine? Mm. Therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Therapy. Therapy queen. Therapy for all the leaders. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank goodness. Therapy. <laughs> I love therapy. Um, that's like my holistic side. I love that. Oh like more advocate for leaders accessing 
act like therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be able to talk to people about like, hey, I'm doing this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, my self care really like beauty industry has always been my self care. That's how I got into it. But um I don't know. I'm bad for it, I think. Like, I'm more so, like, I get home from work and I watch Netflix. And that's, like, my self-care. <laughs> so what's next step for you for Pride Beauty Lounge? What's next? What can people expect? I am focusing on stability right now rather than growth. Ooh, yes. I love that. Mm, mm-hmm. I know. I feel like in business a lot of times, too, we can really, like, I don't know. For a long time, I was like bigger, 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 more, more, and more. And I know that's so weird to say, but right now, I want to focus on stability. No, that's great. No, it's not weird. Yeah. It's so good. It means you've also, from a business point of view, I'm looking at like, you've acknowledged that you've reached a certain milestone that you are content with. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I want this to stay wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that to me, I think a lot of businesses miss that section and they're like, okay, hey, we go out to nine, let's let's double the numbers or like, <laughs> yeah. let's have more input and more revenue and like all these different bigger things, space. bigger spaces. Whereas yeah. you're like, let's continue to make people happy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. I think we grew extremely fast, mm-hmm. like in such a short amount of time. And I know that as new businesses, like new businesses fail, and I don't want to do too much too mm-hmm. soon. Mm-hmm. Like right now, my focus is like, let's ensure this lasts a long time and mm-hmm. not get ahead of myself. Because mm-hmm. it grew so fast and I'm just like, okay, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm kind of scared now. Like, let's just chill. Let's just chill for a minute. <laughs> this is going really crazy. Let's just chill. Because <laughs> you just opened 2021? Yeah. Wow. And it's 2023 right now. Yeah. Like two years, you, you got the space, you got the headcount, you got the services and the products. Mm-hmm. Like lots the collaboration. The cab- collaborations. You got us. Like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. My goal right now is stability. That's I amazing. Love that. Honestly, as like a customer as well, I appreciate that because there's nothing worse than going to a place that you love and then having it not be consistent. So mm-hmm. you saying that you're focusing on stability, I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. that is so important. And everyone loves to go somewhere that you're like, oh, I know I can relax here and just yeah. like, I know it's going to be good quality service and it's nothing too dramatic than you what know I what know. what to expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Oh, I like the idea of like upgrading my skills, upgrading the staff skills, continuing education, upgrading equipment. Like that's yeah. what I'm focusing on right nice. now. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. That's so good. Thank you so much for giving us some of your time and showing us a little bit of the Pride Beauty Lounge journey with us. Thank you so much for having me. So happy to spend some time with you. Amazing. And tune in next time. Bye, 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 darling.